Welcome to My Skeptical Sister. I'm Megan, the skeptical one. I'm Erin, the believer. And happy gratitude day. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We had our gratitude day yesterday. Yeah, I think we forgot to mention. We did. We, <laughs> 100%. <laughs> we, not only that, we kind of forgot to mention what we were grateful for. Boy, yeah, we no, just kind of blew it. <laughs> yeah, we just got together and ate. Which is probably what most people did anyway. So, you know, we'll we'll give it a go next year, I guess. Uh, but full disclosure, we totally weren't that progressive no, yesterday. No, we forgot. Ah, damn it. We'll remember to be progressive tomorrow. Okay. Let's progress <laughs> towards being more progressive. Exactly. That's a great plan. No, I have been waiting to tell you stories. Okay. Because some interesting things have happened in my house. Okay. This okay. past week. Like paranormal interesting Well, maybe? okay. So, so, um... Uh, let me just get into it. Okay. Oh, I'm so excited. And I and I've almost told you the story like five times. I know. At one point you said, "Oh, oh no, I can't tell you. I'm waiting for the I podcast." I know. I know. It's driving me crazy. Okay. So, uh, oh gosh, probably like last Wednesday night or something. Holy cow! That's a long time ago. Oh, I know. I've been holding on to this for a while. Okay. So we go to put the baby down, and the night before she was up and down all night long. I'm like, "What is going on? We're regressing with sleep patterns." Yeah. And she would just start off crying and then start screaming like a banshee, and so I jump up in the all night to make sure nobody else would get awake and so anyway fast forward to the next night and i lay her down and i even said to james man i hope she sleeps better than she did last night and she, like 10 minutes she sleeps solid she's quiet and then all of a sudden she's doing that thing again where she's like waking up and huh. so i'm like oh here we go you know but we're sitting now we're sitting in the living room just watching tv and i said you know what i'm just gonna hardcore let her cry it out you know she's got to figure this out yeah so we're both sitting there letting her cry it out and then there were like three screams, blood curdling, like screams that she let out. Okay. And so I looked at James like, well, now I got to go check on her, you know? And I yeah. said, it's kind of like what she was doing last night, but they weren't like as defined. Yeah. It was just like her, her cry would just grow louder and louder. This was like scream, scream, scream. Ooh. So I jumped up and I ran and I opened the door and she is standing at the door. She is 19 months old. Oh my gosh. Uh, she's standing at the door, which of course scared me to death. I was right. like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, you little weird baby. Like what are you doing standing at the door? Uh, she's never tried to get out of her crib before. Huh. And her crib is very squeaky and yeah. I can hear any sort of squeaks and so can he. I came, I said, James, she's standing right here at the door. He goes, well, it didn't make a sound. Ooh. Like it did not make a sound. So I instantly like got chills on the back of my neck. Oh my god. And I was like, okay, my mind just like raced to like something lifting her up out of the crib and setting her down because it, we didn't hear a thud. We didn't hear like her jump and there was nothing around the crib for her to like get out onto. So it was very weird. And so then I walked out thinking, okay, well that's a little crazy, Megan. And then James's eyes are real big. He was like, I mean, that's really weird, Megan. I was like, do you think it's really weird? He was like, she, I didn't hear a sound. I was oh like, me my neither. gosh, that is weird. Oh, so I was so freaked out, like so freaked out. And then I guess it was Saturday, very early, late Saturday night. <laughs> oh, very early, late very Saturday early, night. Very early, like, so, you know, like twilight in oh, the morning. Oh, my favorite time. Yes. Twilight. Uh, twilight. Of course, it's your favorite time. <laughs> Is twilight in the evening or the morning or both? I think it's in the evening. Okay. Well, the opposite. So dusk. in the dawn and dusk. Yeah. Is dusk evening? Dusk <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> They've yet to write a romance I, novel. Dusk. <laughs> so I don't know. Okay. I think it like, you know, it's like the sun is just starting to come up, you know, prime time for a little oh, action to be yeah. happening before all the kids wake up. <laughs> so we thought, well, um, so, you know, our doors are not shut because we've got to make sure that we can hear the baby. So, <laughs> but everybody's supposed to be asleep. So weird things are happening and we're being quiet, but things are happening. And it sounded like Miles coughed right next to our bed. I mean, we both like jumped and like blankets went over and we both like looked over like ex totally 100% expecting to see him standing right next to our bed. Uh-huh. And there was no miles. Oh my God. And I looked over at James and he looked at me and I was like, what is happening with our creepy ass kids? Was he coughing in his room? Well, so I'm like, like, it was so startling. It was Miles. It, I mean, it did not sound like anybody else in the world other than Miles. It was like he was there at our bedside uh -huh. and then was gone. 
And so, so of course, like grab my robe and I like run in there real quick and he is sound asleep in his bed. And then as huh. I turn to walk out the door, he coughs again. And so I was like, it must have been like, it must have just been the sound bouncing off of the walls, oh, I don't but it was know. enough to be creepy. Well, but that, that's the whole thing is that then I was so glad. I've never been glad to hear a baby thump out of a bed before, but then, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I will say it was a little, like there was a part of me that was mildly relieved <laughs> the other morning when I was getting ready for work on Friday. Uh, and she she totally she's been trying to get out of her crib so i'm like oh she just must have like killed it that one night like she like <laughs> landed it perfectly and i don't know what the screaming was about but yeah. she is she's apparently trying to get out of that crib so okay but here's the the fascinating thing about the human brain this is what i've been thinking about since oh, all okay. of this here, happened here we go here we go is that i was like this like those little things that were happening were freaking me out because guess what i thought was at my house this whole time the Ouija board. The Ouija board. This is what I so was going to say. I thought that Ouija board was in my house. And at one point, it oh. went through my brain. I was like, oh, damn it. What if Aaron <laughs> is actually right? And I let something weird into my house with this damn Ouija board. And guess what? That Ouija board was not at my house. It was at your house. We only just got that Ouija board. I was going to ask, is that why your husband made it come over to my house? It's been in the car since our little oh. event at the, the museum. So sneaky, your husband. <laughs> I come home from my professional development and I'm making dinner and I look over and I see the Ouija board on my table. <laughs> like it's magically appeared there. Right. And I was like, uh, what? Why? Why is this here? And my sweet little baby Penelope oh, says, sweet little baby. Uncle James said it belonged here. And I said, it does not belong here. It belongs at their house. And Nora's like, he said he doesn't want it at his house. And I said, I don't care. His wife is dumb enough to want it over there and she can have it. Oh my gosh. Well, listen, it's back where it belongs, right in my shoe closet, right with all the other shoes. And guess what? <laughs> Since it's been back, nothing weird has happened. Uh, but no, I just thought for like, you know, the the persuasion of the power of persuasion in the mind. Yeah. The fact that for like a solid, oh, I mean, it was, it was about a minute that the thought went through my mind of like, holy shit, what if like something is going on in this house? Because it was two back to back things with my kids, mm -hmm. and it was two things that at first I couldn't explain, and then. Luckily, she thumped out of bed. I mean, she's fine. She she did cry a lot. I think it scared her more than anything. She hasn't tried since, so that's yeah. also kind of nice. <laughs> I, I don't think she's any dumber. She seems pretty smart, <laughs> so we're good there. But And then with Miles, uh, I'm just so glad that as I was walking out, he coughed again because I was like, if he hadn't, if he'd just been you know, solid asleep and nothing, I would have been like, what was that? It but, was a mimic. But no, it was his cough. It just happened <laughs> to bounce. And we were probably like a little heightened because of, you know, the, the nucky that was going on. It was like, we got to make sure we're being extra quiet and make sure that if anybody is even coming at any point, Oh, that sounded horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I mean, if any children are awake and sneaking into our room, Oh my gosh, that's horrible. And sneaking into our room, my face is about 20 shades of red right now. Oh, then we need to hurry up and, uh, you know, cover things up so i'm sure we we're probably on alert anyway so <laughs> so that sound just made it sound like it was right in there oh my, my whole gosh. point is that the brain is amazing it can it can really scare the crap out of you even yeah. when there is scientific evidence behind it that I it just, shouldn't i find it interesting how very quickly your whole uh you you opened your mind up to something else so well, sure because it was scary I mean, yeah. it was enough to spook me, just like these stories are. They're yeah. enough to spook me. But then I'm like, oh, but hold on. <laughs> but wait a second. There is something called science. That's right. And then I go back and whatever. So anyway, I've been holding on to those stories because it's just been a wild little roller coaster over my house. Yeah. Some weird things going on. Nothing to do with the lights flickering. They still do all the time. <laughs> but this was a little bit more. And I thought, mm, this is interesting. And yeah. I was kind of in that like. I mean, we do this podcast weekly now. This is yeah. the most in my life I've ever talked about paranormal stuff. Right. You know, so <laughs> so it would make sense that it's also prevalent in my mind. Yeah. Well, I love those stories. I can't believe you've been holding on to them for mm -hmm. so long. Uh, that's right about the, the stage 
Sophie started getting out of her crib. Oh, no. Is it really? Uh-huh. Yeah, Tina was sucks. like, she's way too early to be getting out of that crib. I know. Crib. Sophie would pop right out of there. Oh, yuck. Sorry. Uh, well, we lowered it, so she's got further to fall now. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that means. No, it's probably good. That'll stop her yeah, for a while. Yeah, I hope so. Um, well, I have kind of a, a funny sexy story. Oh, okay. Not really. It's actually the opposite of sexy. <laughs> okay. But... Those are always my favorite. <laughs> So yesterday, our gratitude day, as you and oh, I are calling it. Oh, what were you giving gratitude for? Oh, no. <laughs> I, uh, you know, came in. I even posted my beautiful picture of my turkey sandwich that I ate at like 9 o'clock. I love the start of this. I have no idea where this I, is going. <laughs> I was then, again, so full. Yeah. I was like, sure. oh, I'm going to go lay down. And I know, I know he's going to want something. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, and no. so I like laid down. And I was like, listen. I, I don't want it. you to touch me. I'm so full. Married how I long? Am, oh, gosh. 14 years, I think. 14, that's what happens at 14 years. You can just turn and go, look. I know. Don't even touch me. I said, I, I'm so full. I'm also real gassy. <laughs> <laughs> I said, they're like Throw the loudest parts of my life. Oh, no. Please don't touch me. Like, yeah. I'll just pop. I'll just fart. I think I'm going to pop <laughs> at this point. So don't touch me. But if you want to, like, watch something, I'm awake. <laughs> Meaning, I you say if you just want to watch me. What I meant was, if you oh. want to watch TV, oh. I'm here for it. And he goes, like a porn? Watch something. Like, you want to watch some porn? And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I laughed so hard for about eight minutes straight. I could not stop laughing. Every time I would stop laughing, I would laugh again. He was like, well, I thought it was weird. You oh never thought we should watch porn together. <laughs> What now is the time? I had that turkey sandwich. I got good and full. I'm so full. Let's Come watch on, a baby. Porn. Let's watch. Oh my gosh, I laughed so hard. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, I wish. I just wish, like, instead of the laughter, you you could have just gone with it and been like this, because you'd be like, what? Like, you could have gotten so much information out of him. Oh like, gosh. yeah, what do you want to watch? <laughs> Oh what part gosh. of our 14 years of marriage no. would he ever think that I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want to be touched, but I do want to watch some stuff. Yeah, let's just lay back and watch a little bit <laughs> <laughs> with my full belly and my farty oh gas. Oh, my gosh. That was so oh, funny. That is a hilarious story. <laughs> I know I didn't ask him if I could tell this, but he doesn't listen anymore, so I'm sure it's fine. I mean, I feel like the fact that he doesn't listen gives you permission to say whatever you want. Right. If you're friends with him, don't <laughs> tell him. Well, I mean, yeah. Or give us some porn. <laughs> we or don't have any. Suggest which porns they should watch. It. Porns. What? <laughs> What's some good porns we can What's watch? What's some as a porns couple? that we should watch together? Oh, that's so funny. Oh my gosh, I really hope your daughter's not listening. Yeah, to I mean, too. <laughs> all right. Well, she gets well, her putting her homework off. That's right. Exactly. Staying up late, having to listen to gross stories about her parents and aunt and uncle. I know. I know. That's horrible. Like that's <laughs> that's worse than almost worse than walking in on. No, I don't know. I've definitely walked in enough Oof. to know it's not worse. It's just bad. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Bad all the way around. Your parents are supposed to only do it the amount of times that that's how many children you have they have. have. Baby, mm-hmm, that's it. And, then and that's, that's enough love to last to forever. Last forever, right? 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 Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I don't know how to segue. Yeah. Oh, I kind of do because it's my first one's about Ouija boards. Oh well, there you go. So <laughs> I was like, how does, sex. I was like, how's porno? Uh... <laughs> okay, so I am going to read one from Ronnie. She's written in before, mm-hmm. and uh, Ronnie is our massage therapist. Who, not our massage therapist, but the one who will listen to podcasts oh, that's while right. she massages. Yes, which cracks yes. me up because then when I got my massage on my birthday, I kept thinking, what is she listening to? Yeah, are you? Hey, are you listening to a podcast called My Skeptical Sister? Could I suggest us? <laughs> you want to listen to us while you massage? Now, me? How, how weird, weird is that? that? That would be so weird. <laughs> Don't do that. That's weird. No. But her title is I Love Ouija Boards. Okay. All right. Hey, girls, this is my call to action. I vote you do an episode all about Ouija boards. And I am down for that. I want to yeah. do that. We put something on Facebook a while ago and we didn't really get any stories. But mm-hmm. if you're hearing this and then think, ooh, I do have a good story. Yeah, please, please do. I know there's a ton of people out there who won't touch them, but there has to be others like myself, who have and live to tell the tale. Okay. Here is my story, but it's probably not what you're expecting. Mm. My mom gave me my Ouija board back when I was 10. It's a 1972 version that belonged to my dad. He died in a canoeing accident when Mm. I was only two months old. Oh my gosh. I know, it's awful. So I've always had an emotional attachment to it. 
I immediately started bringing my Ouija board to every sleepover and it fit in nicely with our other games of Bloody Mary and Light as a Feather. How cute is she? Could you imagine? I know. That would be like my, like, Macy James has a sleepover and little Ronnie comes out. I'm like, I go to you and go, Ronnie's my favorite. She brought a Ouija board. How cute is she? Oh, yeah. That, we would have different reactions. <laughs> and then I love this line. I mean, girls' sleepovers were lit. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they were. They were the best. Right? Boy sleepovers could never. No. Mm-mm. That's what Ronnie said, not me. But I, I love oh, okay. it. Okay. I was agreeing either way. What did they do at boy sleepovers? I can never think of what they could have done. I bet they were just like meeting each other Video and games? like farted a lot. Yeah. Like that's fart- all I think about boys doing. Let their farts on fire maybe. Yeah. I don't know. If you're a boy and you're listening to this, I'm hoping you're a man and you're listening to this. Tell us what, <laughs> tell us what you used to do as a boy in sleepovers. Yeah. Did they do a lot of sleepovers? I, I don't feel like know. sleepovers were big for girls. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I used to love a sleepover. Me too. They're I the want to do like a, an adult sleepover. Yeah. Like I've done a couple fine. adult sleepovers. They're, they are fun. But then at the end, I always want to go to my own bed. I'm like, well, this was fun. (laughs) But now I'm an adult and I don't like sleeping on the floor anymore. Shocker. (laughs) We always had a good time playing with it and nothing demonic ever happened. There would be times the planchette, and she's so nice to describe, the piece that you put your hands on, would move so fast that all of our hands were falling off of it. What? Yeah. But it would continue to move until it slowed to a stop. I can't explain that. Mm-hmm. So it would move after their hands had fallen off. It would continue to move until it stopped. Explain that. Uh, so Megan is over there moving as fast as she can. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The little Megan of the group. Mm-hmm. And then they all are like, oh my gosh. And they're starting to get a little freaked out. Like, is that Megan doing that? That seems like something she'd do, but I don't know. <laughs> and then they all, their little hands off. And then it gravity makes it slide a little bit. This is why I know you've never done it right. Because <laughs> if you are doing it with somebody you trust. Mm-hmm. It feels different. Oh, like you can okay. feel the pull of it and it's not from your friend. You can tell it's like a, okay. it's like a different thing moving it. Mm-hmm. It's so spooky. It's so scary. Like it's so, I really want you to experience it, which is almost enough to make me want to try it. But I know that you would cheat. Well, I mean, I could really try to not cheat. I mean, I could. I, okay. Listen, <laughs> I do have control over myself. I could actually not cheat. I just... 100% feel like nothing would happen unless the other person was actually moving it. Even if I was playing with you, you would, yes. you would think I was doing yes. it. Are you kidding me? If I would it moved, never. If it moved, definitely. I would never. Then I don't feel like it would move. It is only <sighs> but, moving because other okay, people are moving But if it. I swear on like our relationship that okay. I am not going to move it. Okay. And then it moves. All right. And we could, I, I mean, you know, I'm open. Would you I'd, still... I would totally do it with you. Yeah, but you still wouldn't believe me. You'd still think I was doing it. Yeah, I would definitely Ugh. still think you were believing <laughs> Then I'm not going to do it. I'm There's no it. point. There's no point. <laughs> I mean, we could go for it. We could try it. Maybe I'll become a believer. No, I, it's not worth it. I'm <laughs> I'm not doing it with you. Because you would move it. No, I wouldn't move it. You <laughs> I know like, I would not I move it. I feel like you would move it just to get me to believe. No, if nothing happened, I would be relieved. Okay. Okay. All right, go on. Tell me, tell me her experience after all the little kids moved it around and then gravity did its thing. (laughs) The Ouija is like an old friend to me. If it was dangerous, why would it let me use it as a table for painting my toenails as a teen (laughs) or a tray to eat my food on? It sat in my closet for years where a mouse found it and chewed the corner. Yet it never unleashed a demon upon me or burned my house down in retaliation. As we speak, my Ouija board is sitting on a dresser in my massage therapy treatment room to add to my spooky witchy decor. I love it. We saw a picture of that. She posted on Facebook. Yes. It was so cute. Unfortunately, none of my clients have dared to ask me about that yet. Hmm. Like I said, it sat in my closet for years. It's easy to be a teenager and convince other teenagers to use it with you. Apparently, as an adult, it just makes you a weirdo. Since having (laughs) kids, I slowly started bringing it out around them. Not because I was worried about demons, but because I wanted them to respect it for what it was and understand how special it is to me. A keepsake from my father. Trying to contact the ghosts of somebody evil is not funny. Yeah, my kids tried to do that. Hmm. I played once with my daughter shortly after her great-grandma passed. She was just learning to read at this point, so we had a piece of paper and pencil nearby to keep track of the letters. Supposedly, we were talking to her great-grandma, and my daughter told her she missed eating the pork chops she used to cook for us. I wasn't paying much attention because I honestly didn't think we were making an actual connection with anyone. My daughter scribbles down the letters and asks me to help her read it. 
The paper read, maybe mom can make them for you. Oh. <laughs> Y'all, I about shit my pants. I can't explain it. Isn't that weird? That is. Her daughter's a genius. <laughs> okay. Mm, uh, and a great actress. Oh, mom, I can't read what I just wrote. I don't think so. <laughs> the most recent time we pulled it out, it solved a mystery. Hmm. One day, I went to the basement and saw my bag that contains my portable massage chair for work laying in the middle of the downstairs family room. It was originally packed away in the adjacent storage room, and I couldn't for the life of me figure out how it had dragged itself out. I kept asking my family if they had done it, but they all denied knowing anything. Hmm. I believe in ghosts, so when I couldn't come up with a practical explanation, I became paranoid. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't concentrate on anything except for the fact that my house must be haunted. Hmm. At the final straw, I decided to pull out the Ouija board and find out what spirit was messing with me. My daughter and I are seated at the table while my son is watching from the doorway. We start the session with the usual opening questions and then ask who moved the massage chair. The planchette quickly begins to move, spelling out my son's name. Oh, <laughs> we both whip our busted. heads around to glare at him as this boy collapses into a fit of laughter. It was him, and he admitted to it, although he still can't tell me why he did it. He's 14, enough said. So <laughs> what started out as non-paranormal experience ended up paranormal at the end. Huh, what a funny? little shit. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I know. Uh, I think it's very funny that he broke out into laughter instead <laughs> of just like, I would have been wide eyed, like, oh my gosh, this, <laughs> I'm, I can never get away with anything else in my life. <laughs> right. Get rid of that Ouija board. That's right? horrible. Well, oh, that's funny. Yeah, he's gotten so used to it since she's always brought it yeah. around, I guess. Yeah. To conclude this very long email, the message I want to get out about Ouija boards is this. They are just one of the many tools for deviation and communication. It's cardboard and plastic. You can make them out of paper. The type of experience you have with them depends on the type of person you are. You are the vessel for communication. If you've invited something in that you perceive as evil, you should probably work on those inner demons. Mm. You attract what you put out into this world, and I keep my feet firmly planted in the lighter side of life. Always say goodbye, Ronnie. You should always say goodbye when you... uh, are working on yeah and yeah. in emails too i just think that's good etiquette <laughs> <laughs> it's polite uh, but i love that i love that last little paragraph because i'll i'll give an inch in the believer side of things as far as like the energy you put out and yeah. the energy that you seek yeah coming back towards you i mean there's something to be said about karma i mean i think it would be great life would be a pretty little package if karma really existed. Yeah. I don't know that it does, but I do kind of live my life in a way that in case it does, you know? (laughs) Right. And, you know, it's really easy to connect those dots when, you know, you, something bad happens to you, you can kind of connect it back to like the last bad thing you did. And you're like, oh, must be because I did that, you know? Yeah. When really, I think we, we all kind of search for those things, but I don't really know that it's like that. I don't know if I believe in that, but I do like how she said, It's what you seek out, you know, because in my belief system, your brain just has a way of, of seeing the world. So if you go out there and you're like, okay, I'm going to sit down with this Ouija board and we're going to do something, we're going to get something evil, an evil spirit coming towards us. Then I would imagine your reality can kind of shift a little bit into a more uh, dark, sinister type of way because that's where your brain is kind of looking and searching for. Yeah. Whereas if you, like she said, go towards the lighter side of things. And um, I love that. Like she's got that connection with her dad and that's what that board means to her. And she's not going to use that board as a vessel for anything evil. Yeah. So therefore she's never experienced anything evil with it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, yeah, you're, I mean, you've had your own experience with it and I'm not, right. I'm not going to discredit that or discredit it <laughs> tonight. Apparently. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying like, you've had your experience as a young child with it. Mm-hmm. Like I would okay. be very curious to see if those same, the brain is very powerful. Okay. Let me finish and, her. Oh, let oh, me I finish you were it. Done. No. I'm so sorry, Ronnie. I'm so sorry. I wasn't okay. trying to be rude. <laughs> Ronnie writes, P.S. So would you say I'm debunking Ouija boards? Yes, because they aren't evil. But also no, because you can have 100% real experiences with them. Do what you will with that. And that's the end of it. Oh, okay. She Did she say goodbye? <laughs> she said goodbye before. That was oh, a yes. Okay. Postscript. Okay, sorry. 
Well, no, I just think that your memory, like, okay, so whenever you had that experience as uh-huh. as a young child with the Ouija board, your memory was just ingrained in it you. It is so ingrained. I can feel it. It was such a raw emotion. Like that that experience mm-hmm. brought this great big emotion. But I mean, you could probably go back in time mm-hmm. and rewatch a video of so many different memories. And it's like, that is not at all how I uh, remembered that memory. No, it is so clear. I'm telling you. We romanticize them. <sighs> we create different things around our memories. You know, like how yeah. I can't, how many times have like, I told a story or something to mom and she's like, well, it didn't really happen exactly like that, you know, or, or she remembers it differently because she was an adult right. and I was a child when it happened. So, I bet if you got Teresa in here right now, Mm-hmm. Like we, you separate us. You ask us each individually uh-huh. what went down. We will tell you the same thing. Well, sure. I mean, I you remember, all both experienced. I remember that great the feeling. I remember the fact that we ate cookie dough all weekend. Mm-hmm. We were like, we did it all weekend. Friday night, all day Saturday, Sunday, and finally we're like, I feel like we are. We need to never do this again. The Ouija board. Yes. Because because you kept getting such reactions out of it yes. that were paranormal. By the end of it, our fingers were like barely on the planchette and it was mm. like zooming. Yeah, you felt so like fast. whoever was moving that was getting real good at it. Exactly. <laughs> I think whoever was not visible oh, to oh, our okay. eye was okay. getting very good at moving it. Mm, interesting. I'm sticking to it. Okay. I mean, I'm, and I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying, in my opinion... That's what I think it is. I think it's like a glorified memory. So not to steer us completely in a different direction, mm-hmm. but I was listening to a podcast the other night on my way out to mom and dad's uh-huh. and I was listening to this podcast called You Can See Me in the Dark and there's only like 35 episodes. Or is this something. the one you sent to me? Yes. Did you listen to it? Mm-hmm. You did? I did. It did not have the same effect on me oh as it did gosh. you. Well, in this episode, I'll tell everybody else. They will get a kick out of it. Okay. Um, I they release them like once a month or something. They're really spread out. But this one was called golden state ghost part two. And I'm sure I listened to part one because I listened to all their episodes, but I don't remember what happened there. Didn't matter. This episode, she (laughs) talks about doing a Ouija board, like in a cemetery and doing all this creepy stuff. Mm -hmm. All the whole episode was kind of spooky. And then she goes to some house. You're going to total spoil alert. On their podcast? I'm not going to spoil it, but okay. there's just an EVP mm, mm-hmm. where you can hear a ghost. I got so scared. I couldn't get out of the car without telling you know what? I did not listen fully to that. Oh, that's the scary part. That's the scary part. That's I mean, when it got so scary. Oh, okay. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better about you because I was like, I mean, okay. <laughs> They're in a cemetery with a Ouija board. That's no. total whatever. No, it wasn't until you heard the EVP where it's like a they didn't hear this noise when they were there i think you hear two different evps and it was like dark i'm driving out in the country all by myself and i'm almost mom and dad oh so you actually get to hear it yeah okay i'll yes. have to go back and listen oh yeah that's the part that was good now you do know i think that those are total of bullshit. course you do of course okay. you do but i don't and i was driving and sometimes mom and dad forget to turn on their little light by the garage so uh-huh. i was like hey um i'm in your neighborhood i need you to make sure the light's on <laughs> and dad was like okay i was like I'm a little freaked out. I was listening to a scary podcast. <laughs> you <laughs> dork. Mom was like, Aaron, how old are you? I was like, Mom, it was really scary. And she was like, oh, that was ridiculous. She's so mad at me. <laughs> I agree. I'm on mom's side. Oh, it was scary. That you, is funny. You listen to that episode. Okay, I will. To the end. I will. We also just kind of got done listening or like had that Facebook thing with, um, well, I think Amber posted it first, but then Jane was the one that went back and I, I had totally missed it. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Jane was like, you know, I want to go back to this. And I loved Jane's response. Anyway, long story short, <laughs> it was like a, I don't know if it was a podcast. It was more like a radio show. Yeah, it had it like, like a radio five show. different people sitting around talking about this haunted experience or whatever. And then they played the EVP and there were like five different ones or a bunch of them. I kept going like, when is it going to get real scary? And then, okay, the last one it was clearly like a demonic yes, it said mm. in thing. Of course, my thought is, well, clearly the ghost hunters are <laughs> going to make it say that because they want, you know, the fortune, the fame. This is gold, you know, and they have all the tools to do it. That's where my mind goes. But then Jane said something in one of her uh, little comments, something about like, and that last, like the one before the real scary one, 
could have clearly been a fart. <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. I'm like, Jane, you and I are eye to eye on things. <laughs> Loved it. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I love hearing EVPs. I know that you'll never believe them, but I won't. They're so spooky. <laughs> I mean, they're I so guess. scary if you let yourself believe. Okay. If you let yourself believe, yes. Like yeah. in a movie, if I'm going to like really get into the movie and just... Like when I when I, I don't watch feel like a movie, that would scare me because I know that's fake. No, see, see, when I'm in a movie, I let go of all that. I'm just in it. You know, it's like yeah. it would be so boring to watch a movie. And be like, well, that's bullshit. That's it. You know, no, no, no. You got to let go of all that skepticism and just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. But in real life, I'm like, oh no, they could totally alter that to make it say whatever they wanted it to say and be as scary as they wanted it to be scary. Yeah. So, anyway, okay, you ready for AJ? I am. Uh, thank you, Ronnie, for your story. Oh. And <laughs> and if you all have any Ouija board stories, please send them in. We get a couple in. We'll save them for a whole Ouija board episode. Hey, believers and skeptics. Well, we've got something you can both enjoy. The Speed Art Museum is having an exhibit called The Supernatural America. It examines the artwork that has shaped our collective imagination of the supernatural and paranormal and asks why America is haunted. This exhibit runs until January 2nd. Museum hours are Friday 1 to 8 p.m., Saturday and Sunday 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Masks are required to enter the museum. What a fun way for all skeptics and believers to get the shit scared out of them, but in a classy way. So I love AJ. If you're listening to this podcast for the very first time tonight, uh, go back to last week's episode and then just go all the way back to the very beginning and start there. <laughs> and maybe just start backwards, like from the top. Yeah. We got, you know. We get better. So we get better uh, because our audio gets a little bit better. Our yeah. timing gets a little bit better. Editing. Editing is beautiful these days. Good job, Aaron. Thank you. Uh, but in the beginning, we had Ooh, some room yeah, to grow. It was a little rough. So start off in the beginning and then work your way backwards because by the time you get to the last one, you'll be like, they're so cute. They're fine. Look how much they've grown. They've grown so much. They're so cute back then. <laughs> Remember when they said bipedal? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, was it bipedal? You said bipedal <laughs> the first time. Okay, that's right. Bipedal. And then I said, oh, that word is bipedal. And then you were like. Well, now I never know which one is the right one. <laughs> bipedal or know. bipedal. Bipedal or is definitely wrong. I think bipedal is right. Okay. Well, who knows? We'll never know. Uh, if, only, <laughs> if only there were a dictionary out there. Okay. So anyway, I love AJ because we read two of his stories last week and then he writes, I hope everything is going well today. He's so polite. Aww. Here's the story. I promised. I apologize if it's long and don't worry, AJ, as we say all the time, we like him long. Some it feels weirder when it's a guy writing a, a little bit, but it's okay. <laughs> Sorry, AJ and Sorry. your wife. Yeah. I know you're married. <laughs> right. She was the one that encouraged him to write in. She knew what he was getting into. <laughs> okay, that's true. Some backstory. My wife and I used to work for the same company until 2020 happened and my son had to be home. She covered all the assisted living facilities and had developed a pretty good relationship with the local one in town to the point that after finishing for the day, she would read tarot cards for the employees. Ooh, that's fun. Uh-huh. One day while she was doing this, they started telling her that they had a room they believed was haunted by a former resident who passed away there. Near the end of her life, she started to get violent to the point that they had to move her husband to another room for his safety. Oh. I know. Oh, those are... The worst, worst. I hate that for everybody involved. Yeah. When people's personalities change, it's just sad. Mm -hmm. After she passed, they got the room cleaned and ready for more residents. This building has a long waiting list, so they get everything ready to go as fast as they can. One thing they noticed when getting the room ready was they kept finding spiders in the room. Hmm. And the light in the center of the room kept burning out. I saw one of these spiders. They were big and creepy looking. Ew. My wife reads omens, and the spider is usually an omen of illness, especially since it was warm weather at the time and they hadn't started moving indoors yet. Hmm. A new patient came in, and within a week, that patient declined and passed away. Oh, no. They cleaned the room again, moved a new resident in, same thing. Within a week. Yikes, don't I, move me into that room. Right. Within a week, they pass. At least three within a month moved into this room. Whoa. 
One resident needed CPR, and the nurses rushed in and started helping her. The nurse said while she was trying to save the resident, she heard a woman behind her say, don't bother, she's already dead. She turned around to scold the other nurse, but she was on the other side of the room and had not said a word. Oh my gosh, that's scary. Right? They were freaked out and never felt comfortable in that room and couldn't keep a resident alive in the room for more than a week. Oh, I know, that's horrible. After telling my wife everything that had happened, she asked if I had time to come by with my cleansing materials and try to cleanse the room. I have never done something like this in such a public manner, but I thought it can't hurt to try. When I arrived, they took me to the room and said we are going to close the door to not bother the other residents and left me there. Let me tell you. (laughs) After every word, there's a period. I love that. Okay. It did not feel good in that room. I was so uncomfortable, and the worst was the bathroom. Instant chills and goosebumps. I was convinced I would see something in the mirror in that bathroom. Oh, my Mirrors, we talked about them. Yes, that's very scary. I got to work, opened the window, and set up my tools. I totally read that like he just got to work, like his own job. I'm like, well, wait, (laughs) tell us what happened. (laughs) Okay, let me read that again. I got to work, opened the window, and set up my tools. It is a whole process that I am not going to go into much detail about, but basically cleanse yourself and tools first. Kind of like you with those tarot cards. That's right. <laughs> I tried to save you and you were like, get away from oh, me. Oh, it was horrible. That smell was awful. Uh, but I mean, I'm sure that's why, right? It has to be horrible so that other ghosts and spirits don't like it. I don't know. It was, we were right in it. Like it wasn't Ugh. like a subtle. It was like gagging. I don't even like to cook with sage. To yeah. Me, the burning smells a lot, but even to cook with it, the taste of it, for some reason, it tastes like uh, like dead fish. Oh, that's so weird. I know. I don't feel that at all. Well, the sound, like, I love the name Sage. I love the sound of Sage. I'm always like, ooh, I bet Sage is going to be so good. And then I'll try it. And I'm like, oh, I hate it every time. It makes me nauseous. Huh. I don't know. So I don't know. I Maybe do, you're I, a demon. <laughs> that is it. No wonder I don't believe in other uh, demons. No wonder you move the planchette. I, You're meant to. You're I, a demon. It's all coming together. <laughs> and I'm the most egotistical demon. That's why. I don't believe in any other demon but myself. That's what it is. <laughs> well, at least you believe in yourself. <clears throat> that, as one should. Okay. Where were we at before we got ridiculous? I don't know. That could be the title of our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like the name the of our entire show. Isn't that the truth? Uh, okay. Oh, so he's cleansing himself and the tools first. Cleanse the room while saying your prayers and then make your offerings. While I'm like, make your offerings. Yeah. What what do you have to do there? Whew, I don't want to interrupt the story, but after the story, I'm gonna tell you a story about a goat and it is creepy. Ooh. Okay. Right. I, know. <laughs> I don't know if I want to hear this. You do. It's it it was wild. While cleansing, a very large spider caught my attention on the ceiling and eventually it retreated into the smoke detector and disappeared. Ooh. After the spider left, there was a butterfly right outside the window I opened. I took this as a good sign with the spider leaving and the butterfly arriving, so I packed up and went out to let them know I was finished. Ever since then, they haven't had a problem with that room. Oh, wow. Oh, and his name is Araceli? What a beautiful name. A-R-A-C-E-L-I. Huh. I mean, listen... AJ, you do your thing, but if my name were Araceli, I'd go by Araceli. Yeah. I mean, listen, that's got that's going outside of the box of what we're here for. So uh, anyway, yeah, okay. So I think for my official debunk, uh-huh. I would say black mold is in the building, in the room. Okay. I mean, there's something, there's some medical reason why maybe. Does black mold happen that quick? Well, I would imagine if you're elderly and you're already kind of, you know, your immune system's down or whatever, and it might not be black mold. I'm just kind of using that as like the umbrella of it could be something within that room. Yeah. The walls, you know, I don't know, are painted with, they were back in 19. Painted with goat's blood. They were, no, no, no. We'll get to that story in a minute. Um, <laughs> painted with like, uh, like lead poisoning paint or so. you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I'm just saying that this is where I get a little you know, paranormal things can sometimes mask real life things that you're like, okay, this must just be like this haunted room. And really, maybe we should investigate spores. Maybe we should investigate why these people are dying in here and not just jump to the conclusion that it is haunted. 
Yeah. Because we could actually save lives. Now, he said that they haven't had any problems since then, but that makes me wonder, did they have like a string of like elderly, super sick people that were put in there back to back to back? And then, you know, just by happenstance, all of a sudden the next what about few people. hearing that nurse saying, don't even bother. Um, so I think she really was the woman that was standing far away. But as soon as she said it, she was like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So she just acts very stoic. She's like, okay, no, it wasn't me. I wouldn't say that. It's a ghost. Jan. Jan. I'm imagining this nurse named Jan because all nurses should be named Jan. Jan, I did not say that you know me, says Betty. Somebody, you know what I mean? So that's yeah. kind of how that exchange went. Like, I would never say that, you know. Mm. But so I don't know. I think something like that happened. Like, oh, crap. I let. Did I say that out loud? You know? Yeah. I'm going to pretend like I didn't. Ooh, I don't know. That's creepy. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing. And then spiders, I'm just like. I mean, if they're an omen of illness, then I should be pretty sick because I've encountered lots and lots and lots of spiders over my lifetime. And I was the only one in my house that didn't get COVID. So I don't feel like that is necessarily true, that Hmm. part. But I also don't know much about omens. So there you go. There's that. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. (laughs) Well done. Well done. Mm -hmm. And by that, I mean, I'm not convinced. And by that, you mean, tell me your goat story? Oh, yeah. Tell me your goat story. What in the world? I feel like you you have to know this story. I kind of feel like I might know it too, but I can't I can't place any details. And really, the only reason I'm going to tell the story is just because it it I remember like this happening like it was yesterday because it was so mind blowing. When kind of like my Ouija board, but yes, okay, <laughs> go ahead. <clears throat> yes, except for that I was an actual adult when it happened. A okay, uh huh. And I mean, B I was fourteen. And B, there's nothing okay. necessarily paranormal about this. Just okay. It's just a crazy story that reminded me of okay. this story when he said making offerings in a room. I'm thinking like, what kind of offerings? Like sacrifices? What do you mean? Yes, tell us the story. Okay, so when I first moved to Louisville, uh, my roommate, Jennifer, and I we moved into this place called Creekside. I'm pretty sure the name of the apartment has changed so that I won't give it away, but it was right behind Oxmoor Mall. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, we moved into these apartments and it was one of those deals where they show you like, and this was life experience, you know, <laughs> they show you a showroom. Mm-hmm. So it looked gorgeous. I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, are you sure we can afford this? You know, we mm-hmm. thought we, it was like creme de la creme of a, an apartment in Louisville, Kentucky. It was mm-hmm. beautiful. And then, you know, reality sets in and they bamboozled us because we were brand new. We had never done this before, you know. And so uh, we get to our apartment and definitely looked a lot different than what the showroom looked like. It was dingy carpet. It was, it smelled like all sorts of different smells, you know. Yeah. So um, anyway, it was just a very interesting setting and very different than the showroom. But we're there. We had two dogs, the dog that I mentioned in last week's episode. And but she was a puppy, and then my roommate just had a puppy too. So you know, puppies happen. We're we're working all day long. We come home. There are accidents. Puppies that had the accident. It was it was horrible. Like we did not take care of that apartment because it was shit when we first got there. Anyway, so fast forward to we're moving out, and Jennifer's dad's there, and his name's Marvin, great old country guy, and mm-hmm. he comes in and he's like. He is just so embarrassed by the state of the carpet because there are a couple of pea stains and he cannot believe we've let this, you know, apartment get like this. And we're like, it already kind of looked like this before we moved in, you know? <laughs> anyway, he was just, I remember him coming down really hard on both of us. And I was like, man, I feel really bad. He's like, you'll never get your deposit back, whatever. Well, he goes downstairs and there's like painters in the apartment underneath him. And he's like, just strikes up a conversation with him because that's Marvin. He'll talk to anybody. <laughs> and he's like, I just, I'm just... I'm going to go ahead and apologize, you know, for my girls upstairs. I cannot believe the state they're leaving this apartment in. And these painters are like, oh, no, you don't need to worry about. I'm sure it's fine. He was like, no, no, no. They let their dog piss all over the carpet and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, 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 really. I'm sure it's fine. And one painter goes on to explain that the week before, like the week before we moved out of there, he said they were backed up. They didn't have enough. So they had like several apartments they hadn't gotten to yet. Yeah. And then they get a work order in. It's like, you've got to just jump to this one because people are complaining of the smell. Oh, Hurry no. up and get to clean this one. 
They opened the door and the walls were wall to wall red with blood. Oh my God. And there was a goat hanging from the middle of the dining room. Oh, and they had somebody had gutted this goat and just swung it around and it covered every inch of the wall. And like little country Marvin, I mean, like anybody, anybody hearing that story has your face right now. Like, right. what the hell? But I can only imagine Marvin being like, where have I let my daughter <laughs> live? But he was like, he comes up there. He's like, well, girls, they assure me you're going to get your uh, deposit back because you haven't slaughtered any goats in here. We're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and sure enough, we got the full deposit back. <laughs> wow. I know. They're like, that, that person set the bar for everybody else. As oh. long as you don't slaughter a goat, here's your deposit back. So oh. who kn- apparently they had been in like a big battle with the uh, the apartment people oh my over gosh. some sort of financial thing or whatever. And I guess that was their last big fuck you. Who knows? Wow, that is awful. Yeah, pretty wild. Ugh, yikes. All yeah. right. Where do you go from there? I don't know. I've got one more story I was going to read. Okay. Well, now it just makes me real curious what his offerings were. I'm surely it wasn't a goat. No, I don't okay. think so. <laughs> Probably offers of like well intentioned. Yes. Like I'm like, offering up. Light a candle. Yeah. Maybe something yeah. like that. I'm going to offer okay. up this match. Right. To light this little this flame. Candle. That seems more pleasant than a goat swinging from the middle of the ceiling. Right. <clears throat> okay. So I've got one more little story. Okay. This is from Jessica and it's already titled Dream Story. So your debunking should be ah, easy. Ah, I love it. But it's got some interesting little okay. parts in it. No, listen, dreams are fascinating to me. Well, I don't think that they're necessarily paranormal. They're fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Go okay. Ahead. Hi, ladies. So this isn't exactly a ghost story. More of a feel-good dream story, but a little spooky nonetheless. Hope how, that's okay. How feel-good, Jessica? <laughs> oh, well. Are we talking a Hulk Hogan status? <laughs> <laughs> that's a throwback to another episode. Again, if you're here, go back and listen. <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. The wine's kicking in. <laughs> when I was in my early 20s, I was going through a rough time. I had just broken up with a boyfriend and felt very alone and unsure of the future. Hmm. One night I had a dream. I was back in my childhood house. It was a nightmare and I was all alone. I never actually saw anything, but I knew something was outside the house that was trying to hurt me. Hmm. I was terrified and didn't know what to do or where to go. Suddenly there was a man there with me. I instantly felt comforted by him and he kept telling me, it's okay. I'm going to protect you. Nothing will hurt you. I'm here to protect you. I asked who he was, and he said he was my uncle. I was confused because I didn't know him. Hmm. He said he was my mom's brother. My mom only has two sisters, and I tried telling him that, but he was insistent. Hmm. He was my mom's brother. The next day, I called my mom and told her about my dream just because I thought it was strange. When I got to the part where he told me who he was, her sisters and her burst into tears. Oh, my gosh. She explained my grandma had a baby boy that was stillborn when my mom was young. Oh, my gosh. That gave me goosebumps. I know. I can feel the hair on my legs growing. I know. She did have a brother that I never knew about. I had chills when she told me, and I truly believe he is my guardian angel and came to tell me that in a dream. Wow. Thank you for taking the time to read my story. I've been binging your show and love it. Oh my gosh. I mean, that's a good one. That right? might be a UFO for me. Oh my gosh. Isn't that wild? Yeah. I mean, for something like that to come into your dream state and you have no prior knowledge, because right. why would they bring, you know, yeah. Why would they talk about it? Unless for some reason they were talking about it like around, like you and I, you and, you know, sisters will get around a table. Right. And we'll talk. And a lot of times it's coded because these damn kids will never go away. <laughs> just like yesterday when mom and dad's dog just would not shut up. Oh my gosh. That dog. <laughs> and we were all three literally having a conversation with our <laughs> eyes. I mean, I... and we knew what every every thought in each other's head was. You guys have to understand that we love uh, dogs. There we do. Never ever no. been a dog I've disliked. Uh. And I've been bit by a big, mean dog. And I still like that dog. Yeah. Their dog. Oh, she's such I an a- attention whore. Take her. She cannot handle anybody else talking. Oh. She just doesn't like people talking. She has to have the floor at all times. Yes. And her bark is not like 
something that can be ignored. No, it's very shrill. Piercing. It's very, it's awful. It's also like Macy James is scream right now too. So I'm like, <laughs> maybe people feel the same way about my baby. I don't know. No. Listen, I kind of get it. Because at least at times she's cute. This dog's not even cute to me ever. And we even tried to get our father to put her in the back room and he wouldn't. I would put my baby in the back room if she would <laughs> not stop my like that. Gosh, is so annoying. It was ridiculous. Anyway. Um, Let's continue bitching about this as soon as we're done, though. Oh, I'm not done. We will totally continue. <laughs> we will totally, and, and listen, mom and dad, if you decide at some random point to listen to this. Yeah, you should know. We don't like that dog. We don't like her. <laughs> you should know. Y'all we, better outlive her. Oh, she's yeah. not coming to my mm-mm, house. Mm-mm, no, ma'am. Not happening. Mm-mm. All right, so what was I talking about? Why did I even How bring her sisters up? can talk without. Oh, yeah. So sisters can have like full conversations that are coded, but maybe like <clears throat> maybe at like a dinner table or something. At some point, it got brought up when she was even when she was very little. Yeah, maybe. and it kind of like got filed away in the back of my mind. They don't ever remember talking about it around her, but it was something. You know, I don't know. It's just that is a possibility, but it is pretty wild that she doesn't remember having any prior knowledge. And then that dream comes and in such a lovely way, I know he's going to take care of her, especially at a time where she felt so unsure in life. Right. And then I love, I love how the brain works. Like it goes back. She was feeling this as an adult. Like I could, I could, these are the types of stories I could like sit here and dissect for hours (laughs) as an adult. She was feeling this insecurity that her brain takes back to something she felt as a child. And isn't that like, so there's like a weird reassurance in that you go through these different states in life Mm -hmm. as a child, like even as a toddler, as then as a child, then as a teenager, then as an adult, then in old age, uh, you feel these different emotions while the scenarios are different. One is childlike, one is adult-like. The emotion is familiar. That insecurity is familiar like it was when she was a child. So yeah. her brain took her back to that state in that dream. And literally that location. Her that location. Um, yeah. yeah. That nightmare insecure feeling of like, I don't know what's going to happen next. That same emotion is there. And then somebody swoops in mm-hmm. just when she needs it in the dream, but then in real life as well of like, it's going to be fine. You know, yeah. like I could imagine waking up from that dream and being like, you know what? I don't know what the hell's about to happen, but I'm I'm okay and I'm gonna be okay. Yeah. I just think that's so cool that your your um, defense mechanisms, like your body, has that yeah. ability to uh, reassure you in times when you know. And I think sometimes it's listening to it too. You know, yeah. it's you know you might you might pass it up as just a dream, right. but if you are open to it and you are like, you know what. I'm going to take that and I'm going to, I'm going to make meaning out of that, I guess. Right. I'm so glad she told her mom about that. You know, sometimes you forget a dream as soon as it's happened. Yeah. You don't, you always like, I had a dream. I not always. (laughs) Sometimes I dream. I'm like, Oh, that was weird. I should remember. And then I don't remember. So you're lucky. I only remember the real weird ones. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, they're good. <laughs> You're always like, do you mind if I tell you this dream? I'm like, oh no, I, I know we're about to go on a roller coaster ride. With your I don't know what you're eating before you go to bed, but yeah, I do have some weird ones and they're never as sweet as hers. No, no. <laughs> they're always bizarre. But yeah. I, but listen, Once I, I was a pregnant them. power ranger. <laughs> so I love how your brain goes back into that pregnancy power ranger mode. Well, yeah, I really could, I, I could psych. You know, what? psychoanalysis. Like you're stuff. so tough as a pregnant no. woman? Like you get like that inner. No, this dream happened when I was, I hadn't had kids yet. I was probably a teenager myself. Mm. And I had a dream that I was a pregnant power That's ranger. really weird. And the mm. way to get to the fight was that you had to like lay down, face Shut down. Up. Shut up. Yes, I remember it. And this like spinny thing that was like morphed to your body. And, you had, and it would spin you really fast. And then I was pregnant and then I couldn't do it. And I was like, how am I going to help you guys? I can't. Like now I've got oh. this belly and I can't lay down in it. And like as a big reveal, the other Power Rangers had scooped out the belly so I could lay down in it. So I feel like part of it was me like Sharon. feeling left out. And then oh, you're so they, weird. they made an extra step oh, to include me. Which I so feel like that's sweet. probably my biggest like insecurity is like, like feeling like, do, do you really like me? Or like, um, yeah, you know, like that if you shit. had to go an extra step to include me, would you? Oh, yeah. And they did in that dream. It was well, a great yeah, dream. They, okay. 
<laughs> sorry, sorry, I laughed. Have we? I through? never even really watched the Power Rangers. I don't know why that was <laughs> I don't know, but picturing you as a pregnant Power Ranger, like I hadn't done it until this exact moment. <laughs> And now oh. I'm picturing green. I don't know. What were you wearing? Oh. It was green. Oh, no, I don't know. I don't remember the color. Oh my gosh. But it's making my upper lip sweat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, shit. That's funny. Um, yeah, that's deep, Erin. I mean, yeah. I, I'm really, <clears throat> I'm glad you, you analyzed it because you did a good job of it. But um, let me tell you this. <laughs> I know your friends and I know the well, and they will always go the extra step. Oh, that's true. They're good ones. Oh man. That made me cry. And now I'm sweating <laughs> a little bit. I'm like verklempt. Here. Okay. Well, thank you, Jessica, for sending that in. That was a great, it was little, but it was perfect. Yes. Okay. So now it's on to our fan favorite. Okay. I got one. Our fan favorite this week is Danny. Yes. Love it. So I reached out and they were so sweet. She was like, oh, that's so exciting. Um, but I don't know what to but, plug. But I don't want to be one. Thanks anyway. <laughs> I don't want my name associated that with That would be hilarious. Hilarious. The week that happened. That right? could probably happen. Like, oh, for sure. Oh, no, no, no. Don't even talk about me. <laughs> I don't want anybody knowing I actually listen to this podcast. <laughs> and I get it. I'd be fine with it. Like, I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Danny. Well, Danny has written in a story before. Um, she's very active on her Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So these are all, you know, reasons why I picked her. And she was like, I don't know what to plug. But then we start, I said, well, you've got a few days. So think about it. It could yeah. be anything from like a random act of kindness. And she mm-hmm. said, I know I want to support shopping local and shopping. Small oh, business, yes. That's a great perfect, one. Perfect. Especially right time now. Of the year. Definitely. Yes. So I say, if you want to support Danny's cause, then make sure at least one or two things that you get this year, at least come from a local well, let me give this idea out there. One of my girls' group, we do that like for a white elephant. Yeah. And it is the rule. Yeah. You have to bring something local. Oh, that's And cool. it's so fun because everybody brings something. They're such unique gifts. You right. Know, you don't, you're like, where did you get this from? And so then you learn about all of these other stores that you never even knew about. Yeah, that's awesome. And we're from like three different counties. So yeah. some of them are from, you know, LaGrange and then Louisville and then Bullock County, you know, so everybody's like, oh yeah, I got this. So um, that's a great idea to do that. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, so I thought that was a great plug. So of course we will support Danny in that. And I've already I've already shopped small a couple times already. So oh, good for you. Where'd you, where'd you go? I went to Red Tree. Yeah, you is that on uh it's in Nulu, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh nice. Yeah, I've never been in there. I've I, walked by it. I go there every year for my ornaments. At, at Christmas time, they have like their entire ceiling is just ornaments. Oh, so you just so walk cool. through. There's so many different ones. That's Some fun. are traditional. I got a cute little bear lumberjack for my bloom ornament Ooh. exchange. Uh, I thought he was kind of hot, which is weird, but he was hot. No, not hot at all. Lumberjacks are my jam. Even if he's a bear? Yeah, he sure. Was a bear. <laughs> I mean, cute. I've only found lumberjack bears yeah. to be hot. Other bears are like, and eh, they're okay. Yeah, of but course my lesbian jack. friend got him. And I was like, well, you're not even going to think he's hot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, she was like, not. Oh, I'm sorry. You got it because <laughs> you, you thought he was hot? Bears like, hot? look, at, he's kind of hot. Lumberjack anything is hot. Yeah, he was hot. He was a cute little bear. But anyways, she got him. She'll enjoy him. My friend Missy got me a lumberjack, an actual lumberjack oh, ornament. yes, I love that. The Lord. year before I met James. And the card said, Hopefully you'll meet your lumberjack soon. Oh, and then I met my bearded husband. Yeah, like a you know what? Who's not actually a lumberjack, but he looks like. He I could mean, be. he could be actually. When I met him, he was out in the woods chopping wood all the time, <laughs> like a damn lumberjack, and it was hot. So <laughs> you know, it wasn't his official title, but it, yeah. It, I mean, I, I sat on a log watching cut some wood for a long time. <laughs> like a real exciting date. It actually kind of sounds like it a euphemism. Actually, for something. really was. <laughs> I mean, sealed the deal. Pregnant yeah. a month later, you'll have that. Okay, go ahead. Anyway. <laughs> so everybody shop local, shop small. It really makes such a difference. I mean, if you shop from Amazon, who's getting excited about right, that? You shop right. from a local store, mm-hmm. you know, that's like direct, yeah, right? directly helping somebody. So Love it. Great idea. I know. I love that. I love that plug. So thank you, Danny, and thanks for being a fan of ours. If you want to support our podcast you can rate review subscribe on apple Podcasts. you can send in your stories to my skeptical sister at gmail.com or visit our website at www.myskepticalsister.com you can 
follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. You can find us on Patreon. Just search My Skeptical Sister. There you go. And I think that's everything. There it is. You laid it out there beautifully. Thank you very much. I'm trying to get better at it. You did great. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys, and we'll talk to you next week. Sayonara. La, 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 la. And I said, sent to me. Send, sent to me. Sent to me. That's right. Boy, us doing this podcast, it makes me second guess everything I say. I'm like, did I use that the right way? She's never tried to get out of the crab. The crab. <laughs> she always stays she in always that crab. She always stays in that crab. I played once with my dollar. With my dollar. With my dollar. It was 1972. It's a 1970. Golly. <clears throat> but it's been so hard to get her to eat anything healthy lately. Because I live with Miles, who, when I got home, had a stack of cookies. And then I was like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I got some out for Santa. He had totally gotten a plate out and poured milk. Like, he had poured milk on his own. He got the stool out, got the milk down, poured milk and cookies for Santa. (laughs) I was like, honey, that milk's going to curdle. And those cookies are going to be stale by the time Santa comes. I think it was his way of justifying sneaking cookies. Right. Well, I got some for him and some for me. Well, I mean, if Santa's the one looking out for you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Actually, he's kind of a genius. Yeah, he's like, he's pretty smart. Listen, Santa, <laughs> I am going to get because he's I'm going to get some for you too, buddy. You got this. I got this. We're good Stand to go. Off. <laughs> he is such an evil genius. Sayonara. Sayonara, isn't it? Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs>